Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Black. Hello, Shane. My name is Ricky. I'm responding to an ad on Craigslist about you looking for guests. Um, I'm an aspiring actor, and I'd love to have uh, an honest discussion about any topics you can come up with. Um, if you're interested, let me know. All right, thank you. All right, well, we can that, sounds good. that sounds That's good also. Good. Hey, I'm going to invite somebody. You going to invite somebody? Yeah. Yeah, mom's house. No. Oh. Are you at home? Yeah. No, you're in a fucking dumpster. That's where you're at. <laughs> of course, you're either at your mom's house or you're uh, at home. I'm at home, man. <laughs> but before all that, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of that Big Beefing Show. I am JP, one third of Big Beefing. This is Mr. Aaron Rollins on the left. He is. Uh, I know who the fuck I am. Everyone knows he's the guy that cusses a lot. And this is our captain in the red tank top, Mr. Shane Rollins. All right. Motherfucker. All right. Well, okay. Where the hell is Daniel? Where is that guy? There he is. I'm sure he will be. This ain't ain't Daniel. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's Matt Reed. Matthew Reed. <laughs> Man, I only got one word for you. <laughs> What's you up to, boy? I'm uh, sitting outside of Chicago, getting a way to get a load home. And, and you let this bastard, you let this bastard call you. <laughs> I let him convince me to get on one of these group chats. That's what I did. You're being recorded too, boy. Uh oh, hold on one second. <laughs> I guess he ain't decent. No one said nothing about being recorded, damn it, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, right. It also looks like he just woke up. Like he was trying to sleep. He's got to work tomorrow. <laughs> like he has stuff to do, yeah. Aaron, Aaron just not giving a fuck. I, I, no, 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 no. I told him this weekend what our time was, and he said, call me when y'all are ready. And I called him. So he's if he ain't ready, it ain't my fucking fault. <laughs> How's the job hunt going? I still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there he goes. He puts on a shirt. 
Matthew's going to be uh, coming back to Texas here. He'll probably be – you said you'll be in Texas, what, this week or next week, boy? Probably next weekend. Uh, they're sending me to uh, Atlanta. I got a load to Atlanta from uh, Chicago, leaving tomorrow. Hmm. Where you, you remember John Benito, Matthew? Yeah, I remember Jonathan. Where we doing Chicago? I'm uh, driving a semi for uh, Pam Transport. Well, that's cool. How long have you been doing that for now? Almost a year. Almost a year. You liking it so far? Hell no. Well, it's his truck. He ran over some debris and it caught the truck on fire. Oh, shit. <laughs> Were you in the truck when it was on fire, Matt? Yeah. Is the truck okay? No. <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it out. It actually burned, it burned to the ground, slapped to the ground outside of San Antonio. Oh, oh shit. shit. What'd you hit? I, lo I, lost, I lost everything I had. Um, it was a box on. Say, trying uh, to laugh at you. Say, trying not to laugh at you right now. Look at him. <laughs> on the I it was on the I 410 loop coming off of, on uh, merging onto the I 35 and uh, hit a box. It got, it got lodged in between the uh, drives and the. Uh, the exhaust and by the time I could get the truck stopped, I looked back in the dim this area, this whole cab area was in smoke. I jumped out. I didn't even have time to grab a fire extinguisher. The whole cab was up in flames. It had a mattress inside of the box. But the night the night prior I had idled stayed the truck stayed on until like I don't know, six o'clock in the morning, and it was already 100, 113 degrees in Laredo. So, two o'clock in the afternoon, it's 106 in San Antonio. It was 200 degrees when that box went up underneath there and it caught fire like that. Shit, son. Burn, baby, burn. What, what'd you have to do? Just wait there for someone to pick you up, or you had to come make a call to somebody? What, what'd you do? Uh, the company, the company uh, got me an Uber back to Austin. I guess because well, you know, wasn't your fault. You know, someone threw some shit in the road. You know, they can't really get well. They can't get mad at you, right? Yeah, you, you only do something. The DLT wrote it up as an unpreventable incident. They gave they gave me a brand new truck. I got a 2019 Peterbilt, so better truck than the one I had. <laughs> See how it worked out in the end for you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we oh, no. all the money he had in that truck. He had like a whole bunch of change. It all got melted. <laughs> really. Oh, the change the change made it. The two hundred and fifty dollars cash randomly came up missing. All my clothes <laughs> my clothes and everything survived, but the truck burned down. Well, at least you got your clothes, right? Yeah, I had to wash them about four or five times. <laughs> Get the smoke out of them. Yeah, I understand that. Matt, does driving take you all over the country? Yeah, it goes from uh I go from New York to los angeles when you're uh shit yeah that's across the country when you're uh when you're going out through those smaller places like out in the desert you ever come across any lot lizards or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> i think that is a yes <laughs> it's, you know what a lot lizard is john you know what a yeah yeah but yeah <laughs> honestly, it's sad it's honestly real sad to see some of the things that approach you in in your truck <laughs> 
You ever see? You just ever be like, God damn. I see that with respect, but there's no respect when it comes to, hey, you got a job for me? Yeah, I got a job for you. Here's a crowbar and some straps. Let's strap down the slope. <laughs> oh, so you got to put them to work, <laughs> like for real work. Yeah. I ain't doing it. Yeah, I'll pay you twenty five dollars to do it. Yeah, I'll do anything for ten dollars. I'm like, all right, I got you. <laughs> You're like, come over here, turn this winch, pull this thing up, ratchet this down. Yep, three months. Like tarped all the way over, all the way over. It's got to go all the way. Over. When you, when you're unloading, how much do you got to do? You got to do bulk of the unloading, or you just let them do it? Oh, it's no touch freight. I don't touch it. Oh, okay, oh. good, good. Pay's okay though, right? Nah, not for a first year driver, man. I went through their school, their training academy to get my license, and they're mm-hmm. they're paying, they're paying me shit money for the miles. I drove three thousand miles in one week, and they my paycheck was it was really shitty, man. It was like four or five hundred dollars. God dang. Yeah, it, but is that like after, paying back to school or something for, for them training you? Yeah, the training was fifty six, uh, five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars to go through the training, but you drive for one year, and then you don't owe them nothing, and they reimburse you twenty eight hundred. You get twenty eight hundred dollars back of that month. So if you just stick it out for a year, you know you got to start at the bottom. On almost everything you do and work your way up. So, if you just work your way up, drive for a year, then you know the next job I go to, it'll be paying like fifty-five or sixty-five cents a mile. I'm only getting thirty cents a mile right now, which is garbage. So Shane, I got some questions, boy. Dang. Dang. I heard I heard uh you got you got uh several little little ones running around now. Yeah, I got one that's actually running around and I got one in the oven. Oh, one in the oven. Yeah. Oh, that be on the way here in uh, about four months. I heard Brittany uh has one on the way as well. Yep. Yeah, hers is due, I think, uh in November. Really? Oh wow! Her last one came in in November. Yeah, now this one's due in November. Hmm. I got. Do you have uh, any more after that, or that's it? Huh? Should we have any more after that? Is that it? I think they're I, they're they're like old school like Christians. I think they're gonna put out as many as they can. <laughs> Where, uh, yeah, said that, uh, Josh doesn't believe in him getting fixed, and she doesn't have the money to do it herself. So well, no, he doesn't believe in that. He don't believe in contraceptives. So. Uh, I don't think it's that. Oh, that's what I heard. Oh, is that it? You got to talk with your head. You know what's that, John? Shane was giving me shit the other day that I talk with my hands. He's like, why do you do that? Well, You're, I doing was thinking, right now. You're doing I'm it right now. You're doing it right now. like a fucking owl. Hoo-hoo, motherfucker. He's all over the goddamn screen. Why are, you, why are you moving your head like that? That's what you do. Well, I didn't move my head. Every time you say a word. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. What I'm His head turns around in a complete circle and he's looking at you. You're still doing your hand gestures, though. <laughs> so I need to do both? I'm just trying to tell you what's going on. 
his head just starts spinning around like a top. <laughs> so, so Matthew, yeah, uh, uh, having kids is crazy, man. Having kids is crazy. It's, uh, you don't have none yet, Matthew? No kids yet? Yeah, I got two of my own, a little boy and a little girl. Oh, that's cool. How old? Uh, one is about to be 10, and the other one's going to be five. John's got a little boy, and he's got a kid coming too, a little girl. Same thing. Two-year-old and uh, one in the oven right now, too. Due in uh, October. Around Shane's birthday. Yeah, I showed uh, I showed my, my, uh, my little boy, Matt. His name's Roger. I showed him uh, the, my uh, remote control Batmobile tonight, and he started doing this. And I was like, come on, get used to it. And Sarah's like, turn it off, Shane. Unplug it. And I was like, it's fine. He's got to get used to it. She's like, not like that. So <laughs> were you running it at him? Like, I just feel yeah. like, were you, like, charging? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I did, too. <laughs> he didn't, like, they they were laughing while the was like, chasing him. <laughs> it, it's Rock all down. Fucking can. His little feet are tearing well, him. His chest can go. I think what happened is, I, when I set it down, I accidentally set it, like, right in front of his foot. And when it started, it, it jumped forward a little bit. And that freaked him out. <laughs> And then from then on, I didn't like the damn thing. So he was running it in circles around him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I was spinning it in circles, but I was getting away. And Sarah said that when it was going away, she, he was looking okay. But as soon as it started coming forward, his facial expressions changed. And I was like, he's around, he's around you too much. He needs to toughen up a little bit. Shit. <laughs> Matt, did you know Aaron broke our lawnmower one time when he's trying to cut the grass? Do you remember that when we were kids? I, I remember a lot when we were kids. Do you remember? Do you remember when Nathan slid down that pole and cut yeah. his toe off? Yeah. He, he wished he could get in the time machine and go back and change this. Like he was calm. He was calm like the whole time, just leaking blood all over y'all's floor. And he got him up on the countertop, and he was like, he was like, oh my god. Is it bad? And then he was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, it's bad. Goes, yeah, yeah, it's bad. And he just started screaming. <laughs> Dude, he almost lost his toe. That glass cut him down to the bone. <laughs> I just remember him looking up screaming, I wish I had a time machine so I could go back in time and change it so it never happened. I never went down that pole. And I was like, that's a very specific request. <laughs> My mama what? beat my ass for two months. I wore a zebra stripe to school because we weren't supposed to go over to y'all's house, but we ended up doing it anyway because we wanted to jump on the trampoline. And, and then, even though y'all weren't supposed to be there, we told Nathan more than once. There's more than yeah. one person that told him, don't, don't slide the down the pole. There's glass down there. <laughs> the well, grass is so tall that we can't find it. We don't want to go out there and get cut. So just well, don't slide down it. And what's he do? As soon as it's time for y'all to leave, Matthew's like, hey, Nathan, we got to go home before mom gets back. Oh, okay. He slides down that fucking pole. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel this, pole. Is, this is Matt Reed, Daniel. Remember Matt Reed? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is Daniel. Good. John's a little What's going on, Daniel? Good. Why was there glass on the pole? Because we didn't clean up shit at home, John. We just left shit there. <laughs> it wasn't just that. Um, we had been in the clubhouse. We have been what in the clubhouse that, like a week ago. Pole with glass on it. What is this thing? Let me tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Um, we no, had this clubhouse. 
They had this clubhouse that had a, like a fireman's pole where you could slide down to the ground at the end of it. And the grass around it had gotten real tall. And Brittany one day knocked that little glass house. She was playing toys out there. She knocked her little glass house down onto the ground, and it had a cement base. So the cement broke the glass, and the grass was so tall. We're like, well, we're not going to go pick it up because that could cut us. And so instead, we just told people, don't slide down that pole. You don't know if the glass is going to get you. <laughs> so we basically, we basically just gave up on the pole. We're just like, fuck it. We'll never use it again. Never. <laughs> You'll jump down the side and break your ankle before you slide down that fucking pole. Yeah, that's what we would do. We had to kick our legs out to the side and then slide down the pole. That thing was a damn Nathan, death you know, Nathan, was probably, Nathan was probably like 10 years old, 10 or 9. He didn't know. He just went down it, and then sure enough, ah, as soon as he got down there. We told him. We kept, and you could hear it. You could hear his foot smash the glass, and that's when you knew. <laughs> you knew the shit was bad. The pain was about to happen. <laughs> Shane, is that the same treehouse they like? Is you had to close down because everybody was getting hurt and tailed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the, the, the fire department said that it violated city code because it was a hazard, and they, they the fire department it. told you to shut it down. Yeah. So my dad built that treehouse like in 1990. He built it like <laughs> years ago. And, uh, One of our uncles helped him. Who and, helped him? And when he did it? When he did it, you know, they didn't have no damn code in Kearns. There was, there was no fucking code. There wasn't there. city plan or any of that shit. And we had these, we had this big, our, our house was covered in trees. Like we had a perimeter that surrounded our house. It was trees. Mm -hmm. And it had a real thick bush growing up all through it. The whole thing was covered. So you really couldn't see into the yard to see what we were doing. Yeah, and it was like a private fence. My, dad's, my dad sets up this uh, tree house and it's two stories high. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, when he got locked up for the first time, he goes away. You know, he comes back. Mom's like, uh, you know, I don't love you anymore. Get the fuck out of my house. Shit like that. Divorces him. And then uh, and Aaron, yeah, probably, Aaron probably still has trauma from that, but whatever. Uh, so anyways, he's gone. <laughs> and, and, and I'm only like, you know, when, when dad left, I was only like nine years old. I didn't know shit about maintenance and like treating wood and stuff like that. <laughs> my mom, she didn't give a fuck, you know, she didn't care. She's, she was having to work, you know, 60 hours a week, making minimum wage. And uh, so the thing just started falling apart. The first uh, the first thing that happened was Brittany was up there and she was reaching out. To, we had a tree right beside it that grew mulberries. Y'all ever had mulberries? Yeah. So Brittany was reaching out to grab a mulberry. And as she did, she leaned up against one of the planks and it came loose and she fell. And on her way down, her arm caught her arm caught a nail and like blood was just spewing out of her arm, just like spewing out. And uh, so the fire department had to come haul her off. She was in a hospital for like three days. Damn. The bitch about it was is that Brittany wasn't even reaching for one of the big purple juicy berries. We liked the green ripe berries that weren't fully developed, but she liked them sour. And we even told her, like, don't eat those. You need to eat them when they're purple and juicy. No. That's she what she gets. So. So that plank, that plank <laughs> fell over, so that broke. And then uh, one of Aaron's little bad little friends, it might, it might have been David, I can't remember who it was, one of them bad kids, got up there and started kicking the rest of the fucking planks out. So now there's no fence, there's no safety up there. And then the glass happened. and Badass kids. And then the, uh, the, the swing on it fell off with the rope, and then the, uh, the ladder coming to it, it fell off. And eventually it was just a... a a shaky thing of wood, like you could go up there and shake it with your hand and almost knock it over. A deaf treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I would get scared for my life. I was scared for my life crawling up to that top tower. 
So you had why you called up there? <laughs> me and me and uh, Robert Ross, me and uh, he, we used to know him as Robert Lester, but he goes by Robert Rossin now. Me and Robert, we climbed we climbed up on the roof and we jump off that damn thing. We would jump off and then go to baseball practice, just jumping off the roof, two stories, just bam, go play. And then like I did it five times and my back started hurting. And so my mom went to the doctor and he's like, he says his back hurting. And the doctor's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I jumped off a treehouse. He's like, well, stop doing that. <laughs> so, uh, well, stop yeah. doing <laughs> Well, eventually, uh, my mom remarried and uh, that dude cut down all the wood and that was it. Well, that wasn't, it was more to it. The, the city said, you got to take that bushes, those bushes down. The city came no, down. No, 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 no. That wasn't the city. That was our neighbor. That was Miss Thompson's husband. He didn't like it. He said it lowered property value. So he, he cut all that shit up. I thought Mom said the city got involved and said that we had to cut it. No, 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 no. He uh, he he didn't like the animals and shit that was over there. It was like skunks and fucking birds and shit and he, turtles. He didn't like all that. So they went in there and just fucking raised it to the ground. We're going to lower property value? No, according I mean, it's fucking Kearns. What about that, uh, that easement, that little ditch that went behind the house that had all those trees? Did the city clear that up? Uh, well, not at first. Eventually, that guy took it all out. Mr. Thompson took everything out, eventually. He didn't start it all at once. He started like little pieces. But then one day, he finally just said, fuck it, and cut the whole damn thing down. <laughs> so you fuck say, so y'all became the Justin Luco on the street? A uh, type of street? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how bad Justin Luco's street was? Yeah. Green, green, dirt. Green, green. <laughs> well, we still had a lot of green, and we had pecan trees, but that's another thing. Those pecan trees started dying, and uh, my dad had to come down there and cut one of those trees down, and that, that shit was fucking dangerous. That's probably the most dangerous thing I've been involved in was pulling. We I had lost my fingers because dad had me grab this rope that we um, pulled around the tree and then attached to a truck ball, pit, ball pitch uh, on the back of the truck, and he's like, you just hold on to that, and as soon as you feel like it's going to give, you let go. Well, when your truck goes like 40 fucking miles an hour, as soon as that, you know, <laughs> rope snaps, you ain't got time to pull your hands back. And so it scratched my fingers all the hell. I was even wearing gloves and it ripped the fucking gloves. Matt, I got a question for you. You, you remember you remember that time uh, we, were, we were playing a video game and you ran in the living room and you pulled uh -oh. down Nathan's pants? <laughs> <laughs> and you're walking around the corner fucking mad. Beth comes around the corner. She's like, how do you like it? And pulled down your pants in front of everybody. And then she looked back at us, and we were like, yeah, that's that's funny. And she said, no, laugh at him. So we're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> God dang, man. Well, man, he's standing Shane, there. Shane isn't really really God telling it as funny as it actually happened. So the, the real situation was uh, Nathan kept standing up in front of the TV while somebody was playing, and nobody else could see. And we kept telling Nathan, Nathan, sit down. You're in the way, Nathan, and he keeps standing back up. He'd sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up. And then he'd get mad and say, stop telling me to sit down. I don't want to. Well, then Matthew just gets it in his head. I don't know why he wanted to do this, but he just wanted to. He ran up there and pulled Nathan's pants down, and his bare ass was showing in front of everybody. And, Nathan, and Matthew's brother, Jonathan, just starts losing it. He starts laughing his fucking ass off. <laughs> so we all we all start laughing. And there's his, both his sisters are in there. Shane and I are in there. And then his mom comes out. He's like, what'd you do, Matthew? Why is Nathan crying? Because Nathan starts crying bad. <laughs> he runs off. 
And he's like, come back here, Nathan. Come back. Now, Matthew, you're standing too. Matthew, you stand there and you stand still. And she fucking pulls his face down. And Matthew's bare ass is going to everybody. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> tiny whiteys. He had on tiny whiteys. No, I, I thought it was his butt cheeks. Okay. Uh, it was <laughs> tiny. He pulls his pants down. And Matthew's just sitting there like, God damn it. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> and we're, we're like, we're all very uncomfortable by this. And yeah, it was funny, but it was like, shit, Beth, what is do you just fly off the deep end here? What's going on? <laughs> you can tell that we're not really laughing. So she just yells at us. Well, y'all laugh at him. Laugh at him like you laugh at me. <laughs> it is harsh, man. That's a traumatizing stuff right there. Well, he turned out all right. He's a truck driver now. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Making that money, boy. <laughs> I don't know how I can ever forget a moment like that when me and Aaron talk about it every single time. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> We talk about it every time we get on the phone. I get my pants down, and we all just plain laugh. Jay, I bet Matthew wakes up in the middle of the day. He's like, "Oh shit!" Like it's sweat thinking about that more because Aaron reminding his ass. No, 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 no. I didn't even have the worst of it because when when Lori and 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 Aaron were being mean to Matthew, they were really being fucking mean. So we, it was hot one night. And they had this, they kept their whole house cool with big ass box fans. So everybody's just sitting in front of this giant box fan, hair getting all blown by the wind. We're all just trying not to be miserable because it's fucking 80 degrees outside in the middle of the night. And inside the house, it's 90 degrees with those fans. Yeah, blowing hot air on you. We would would go and we would fight over the box fans and be like, hey, we need the box fan really hot in there. And they're like, no, we're going to use it. And then we would end up taking it whenever they would get up out of the room to go get like some tea or something because everybody had to drink fucking tea in that house. So they would get up and go get tea. And so Matthew and I would run up in there and take the box fan. Well, eventually they took the box fan back from us, brought it into their room, and jumped on that bitch until it broke. <laughs> if I can't get it, no one else will. No one can have, no have air. Break this sucker right now. You remember that, Matthew? Yeah, that that pissed me off. How could I not remember the way you tell it? Time to talk. Aaron brings that shit up. Gene, that's like equivalent to be on a, a, a deserted island, and there's like one thing that can help everybody, and then somebody's like, you know what? No one's gonna be happy, and they break it. <laughs> yeah, I, told, I told you, Matthew, for shit. help. No, I got I got one that Matthew that Aaron probably didn't talk to you about. One. I want to say this happened to y'all. It was one Christmas, and your mom got pissed about y'all not cleaning the house. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she take all your gifts away or some shit like that? Like y'all didn't get to have Christmas that year, or am I is that wrong? I don't remember Christmas where we didn't ever have Christmas. Yeah. But I do remember like one time, like she told us we were being bad, and she was like, For every time you're bad, I'm gonna take one of your presents and throw it on the fire. Yeah. And it, it was it was an empty box is what it was. Oh, okay. Put empty boxes and they kept putting them on fires. And every time we were bad, they would toss one of those boxes on the fires. And then we got down to the point where we didn't have no Christmas boxes. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of, that's probably the time frame that you witnessed. There was no presents underneath. <laughs> right. That's what I it was. Like that. That's I what like it was. That. you remember it. 
That's what I it like was. That. That's a good idea. I like yeah, that. That has got a pretty clear memory about what happened to them. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. For all the shit that happened, Matthew was actually a pretty decent basketball player. That's probably the only thing we really had to do when we were growing up was play basketball because he could actually ball. He could actually shoot. He was a pretty decent dribbler. Um, but every time we go up, we play, Shane and Jonathan would show up, and they're like a foot taller than us, and they beat our ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't that good. We weren't that good either. We sucked. Uh, yeah, Matthew was the only one with real skill, but y'all stuffed him because you were so much bigger than him that he couldn't shoot on you. <laughs> and I, I, Matthew, I can remember staying at y'all's house one night, and uh, the pilot light on the water heater went off, and Jonathan had to go light it. He's nervous as shit walking in there like that. The Curran's Corsicana Code, Code Department walked up off in they had that house and they said that the way that the hot water heater was cornered, if it hadn't been cornered another direction, the whole house would have blown up because <laughs> the gas... <laughs> Was going into a certain direction, so every night we'd be sitting there playing the music. <laughs> and you hear a boom. <laughs> Jonathan, his ass. One night he got the urge to go in there and light it, and it backfired on him because the gas was like in the air. <laughs> and Jonathan was like, "I ain't doing it this time." <laughs> It looked like boy stuck a, a fire, uh, some sort of uh, fork in a socket or something. I told him, Jonathan, I told you, I saw it's alone. He goes, man, you gotta have some hot water. <laughs> danger, danger zone, man. God damn, yeah. man. Well, the house Shane and I grew up in, um, the breaker box that was in it from was like from the 1940s or 50s. Really? It was old as shit. And the older the house got, just the more decrepit everything became because, you know, outlets would go out and mom didn't bother fucking replacing them or having an electrician come out and do it. So you'd have all these burnout outlets and then one outlet with like 10 extension cords running off the motherfucker <laughs> pulling all that power from one outlet. And that would overload the breaker. The breaker can't do that. It can't pump all that, that power into one little socket. It's got to be distributed. And so <laughs> whenever the breaker would flip and I'd have to go in and flip it back. I would take this old broomstick because I wasn't about to do this shit by hand and I would reach up there with the broomstick and flip the breaker switches until it came back on. And every fucking time, every fucking time I did that, sparks would come out of that motherfucker. Pow! Pow! <laughs> <laughs> that damn house was a fire hazard. <laughs> danger, danger zone, boy. Danger zone. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, y'all came over there one night for, I think it was Aaron's birthday. Y'all were all, like, Aaron had all of his friends over, and fucking Darren, like, shit on the floor. Like, I mean, it was bad. He's shit all over the fucking place. <laughs> and, <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> it was bad. It was gross. And my fucking mom was like, who did this? And it was so big. Like, she thought it was me, because it was, like, big piles of shit. And yeah, I, was like, I didn't do this. It was Darren. And he just shit. They saw him get up in the night, so that's how he knew. But um, yeah, we we all like Shane. Shane took the high ground there and said, "No, it was me," because he knew Shane knew that if he told that Darren did all that, there'd be no mercy. We'd fucking pick on Darren for the rest of the fucking day, even probably the fucking week. 
because he was in our house and all those badass little kids were there. And if we found out that he had shit all over the place, we, he would cry because <laughs> we would make fun of him. He still got it bad. David Laster knocked his ass out. Fucking one hit. Bam. Uh, so that was, yeah, we were up on top of the clubhouse and uh, David just would not leave Darren alone. He was just picking on him and picking on him. And Darren just had it, so he yelled back. So David ran over there and shoved him, hit him in the face, and he fell off the fucking clubhouse. <laughs> he just did not like Darren. There was a time we were out on a fucking field trip, and he pushed him in the water. <laughs> God, so Darren, I don't know what caused Darren to do this, but there was this pond. And there was a little uh, curvy bridge in the shape of a, of a zoo animal that went across the pond. And yeah, Darren decided to That's at the Dallas Museum. So Darren decided to go running across the bridge. I, nobody cares. He decided to go running across the bridge, and David was on that bridge. And as he sees Darren running by, he just gives him like a little push. He didn't even push him hard. He just pushed him a little bit, and Darren falls in that fucking pool. And, dude, the teachers gave him the fifth degree uh, until he couldn't no more. And David maintained his innocence. I did not push him. <laughs> <laughs> he get to the story. That's all you have to do. <laughs> That's he, said. he said he fucking tripped. He brushed over against my foot, lost his footing, and fell in. I don't know what it took. <laughs> then, like three years later, he's like, "Yeah, I did that shit." <laughs> Matt, do you remember uh, Tina Welch? No, oh don't do this. Oh, yeah. Aaron's got oh, a story God. about Tina Welch. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah, you give him the right look. You get another look. Yep. And, <laughs> oh boy. He paid for Tell it. it. <laughs> he, gave, he gave her money. Just tell the story, Aaron. Might as well. Matt's giving me that look right now because he did the same fucking thing I can tell you did. <laughs> what self respecting human would admit to that? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm good, man. <laughs> tell the fucking story. All right, I'll tell the story. Uh, I guess <laughs> and uh, David, they went to. Uh, you remember Whispers down there in Corsicana? That that uh, there's a strip. There was a strip club down there in Corsicana, outside of Corsicana, in yeah, Angus. It's uh, yeah. Angus. Yeah, and uh, Aaron goes there one night, and he said that you know the talent was what you would expect in fucking Navarro County, and. All of a sudden, this girl comes over, and he recognizes her right off the bat. And he's like, hey, Tina. And she's like, no, that's not my name. What'd she say her name was? Uh, Dream or something, something with a D. I don't remember. Some bullshit. And then yeah. uh, Aaron gets to talking, and then she's like, so uh, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, let's go to the VIP room, and I'll get a private dance. And then she takes him back there. And then he he talked me into doing it. I did not. I don't, don't, don't twist it like that. <laughs> I did not have this idea myself. She asked me to go back there. <laughs> so Aaron gives her uh Aaron she says, So what do you want? And Aaron says, Well what'll what'll uh what was it? What'll a hundred dollars no she's like forty dollars. Forty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the price was, Aaron had to lower it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got twenty bucks in my pocket. I got twenty bucks. Well that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron gave this woman money, Tina Welch gave her money, and she gave him a blowjob right there in the fucking club. Not one of my finer moments. <laughs> no, you were saying it. You were saying it on the podcast, Aaron. Like it was no big deal. Like, yeah, 
Well, Matthew knows her. <laughs> because, like, one time, my mama asked me to go over and knock on their door and ask for a cup of sugar, which I didn't want to do. And I walked in, and the bitch is in her fucking panties dancing with a vacuum cleaner. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm eight years old. I'm looking at this raggedy bitch dancing with her in her panties. I'm like, man, I did not want to see that. I could have saved one of my better days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then 15 years later, Aaron's getting his dick sucked by her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you, Aaron, for the memory. <laughs> and whispers of all places in a fucking dirty ass club in Navarro County. Uh, who is the, does anyone know who the owner is of that club? Uh, Eddie's talked about him it before. Shut down. It got shut down. It's not no longer there. The last time I passed through Corsicana, it's not there no more. Yeah, okay. I think the guy was involved in a uh, murder, like a homicide. Oh. oh, shit. Well, I don't think it's, it's nothing nefarious. I think like somebody went to the club and the bouncer stomped on him and they oh. killed him. I, say, like, what, someone, and I think he got off bounce? on it, but I think there was some kind of lawsuit or something. And I don't know. Eddie, I'm probably screwing this up. Eddie can get on here and tell what happened to him. He knows. Shane. I remember one time I went in there. The uh, DJ was also the bartender. One waitress, two dancers. Five dollars. And then, and then you saw Tina Welch and Aaron in the corner. Don't tell anybody I'm here. He had his, he's had his finger up. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said David denied pushing Darren in because when I asked David, I was like, "Hey, did you let Tina Welsh my, suck my brother's dick?" He's like, "No, man, I didn't. I wouldn't have let that happen." I was like, oh, okay. well, he fucking denied it once again. <laughs> David was giving me a look like, "Oh yeah." You know it's about to happen. <laughs> it was. You know, it was that time. <laughs> was it like a solid twenty, or did like like four four fives or two tens, or what was it? No, I had a I had a twenty dollars bill. Exactly. Exactly. David and were there. What was what was Tina Welch's brother's name? Rusty. 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 I forgot yeah, all about Rusty. Ended up sticking Jonathan Jonathan in a trash can. <laughs> And beaten ass one time. I forget what happened, but it was so brutal. Jonathan ended up head first in a fifty-gallon drum in our fucking backyard because him and Rusty got into it. And, and uh, oh boy, I mean, Jonathan ain't never been the one type to fight, right? But, um, because he's usually half of everybody's size. I kind of, I kind of like over the years. Jonathan's always like been the one to keep to himself. He's been the nerdy type to just like not say nothing when yeah. times need to speak up. But recently in uh, Austin, Joe Ivy and Jonathan tied off into it. Oh shit! Joe Ivy, if y'all know him, remember him? Tall, redhead, pale guy. He's a, he's a he's a piece of work. Okay, he's uh harassing my sister right now. My sister. Left him recently. Oh shit! And, they were high school sweethearts. Yeah, just recently they they split up, <clears throat> but he turned he turned like into a straight dopehead, and 
I, I don't want to bash in nobody, but the guy mooched off my sister for 15 years. He would not get a job, would not work, would not would not do nothing. can't put up for that long. Yeah, she put up for it for a long time. I was working on the railroad. I was on the railroad for four and a half years. I, I go into a store, you know, I had all kinds of money. I'd, if I needed something, I pay for it. Boom. I had it. And a guy like that sitting on the couch didn't ever have no money. It must have irritated the shit out of him. So I'm on the railroad. I'm making good money. And um, I bought a I bought a really nice car. I had like a 2014 Chevrolet Captiva. And I was on the road for like 30 days at a time. And so Karen not having a car and her being my big sister, I was like, yeah, okay, you don't have a car. You need to get to work, whatever. I'm not in town ever, so use mine. Long story short, Joey stole my little brother's BB gun and then put BB holes in my freaking radiator. Ooh. I had no way, I had no way to prove it, but my second pair of keys come up missing and radiate my I had BB holes in the bottom of my radiator. I crawled up underneath my car and recorded it on Facebook. And then I brought it to his attention. He lashed out at me like he wanted to kill me. Straight up wanted to kill me. And anybody that was guilty of something like that, I can see why. But, you know, things like that are replaceable. People aren't. And I, I've lost all respect for him because not only has he threatened my family, but he, he mooched off my sister for one, many, two years. And I, I have no respect for the guy at all. And yeah, I, I knew. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, no, I was just saying, man, he uh, he turned He's turned into a violent a violent redneck and if y'all see him like steer clear because he he don't have no remorse for nobody he's not. not he's not fucking human at all whatever the fuck he's on he's not human he's on he's on something because um he's threatened my sister he's threatened my brother he's threatened me to my point i've just lost all respect for the guy <clears throat> he used no. to be he used to be someone that was respected because you know my sister loved him but Whenever you mooch off of somebody as long as she, he did, there just ain't no reason for a man to be up on a on a couch and letting a woman support you. <laughs> Chilling on that couch, Aaron. That, Aaron, you on the couch? Man, backbone in a family, not not the other way around. Yeah, I knew he was a dumbass because uh, in in ag class we, we were taking welding, and that dumb bastard uh, he got done finished doing a weld. And he grabbed it with his bare hands and ran it over to the machine. And he was like, ah! And like, Joe Dan looked at him and he said, boys, that, that's, that's, just a, that's just an idiot. Like, he just y'all Do any of y'all remember Joey, uh, um, what's his name? Um, Jackie, Lauderdale, Jackie Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. remember that poor bastard? Uh, somebody in class. I remember somebody was in, uh, in y'all's class and they were saying, do you smell what I smell? Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Jackie Lauder smell. That was uh, Lynn Statham. That was Lynn Statham's song. And he then uh, Cody, Cody Clark ended up putting a fork in the middle of the socket in, in, in class, and I guess the, the alarms went off and everything. They said he walked out there looking like uh, he got a hold of the dry socket and it just set off all the freaking all the alarms in school. Yep. I remember... Uh, yeah, Jackie, man, he, uh, I guess he got, my mom was working at this, uh, bill collection place, you know, like if you run behind on your bills, 
they call you? Yeah. And my mom was working there, and I guess Jackie had ran behind on the bill. And his mom called, and she said, hey, uh, I was wondering when you're going to pay this bill. And he's like, stop calling me, bitch. And she was like, <laughs> excuse me? Do you know who my kids are? And then when she told him, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Rollins. I, I didn't mean. Loser, <laughs> <laughs> man. So, so this, this, this story goes way back whenever me and Nathan disappeared. Um, my, mom, my mom divorced my dad or whatever, right? Yeah. She met this guy. His name was Travis. And... Um, my mom was like divorcing my dad in the time we moved to Log Cabin in Athens. Yep. And uh, long story short, I guess the judges were changing in that county. And uh, he's sitting in um, in the panhandle in a penitentiary for child molestation. Oh, shit, man. Mind you, my mom up and left with me and Nathan, put us on a bus, told us she was going to put us in school when we got where we were going. We ended up changing our names. We lived in Las Vegas, Nevada for seven years under the, like, nobody knew where we were. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that. Missing, missing person contacted my, me. They, I answered the phone and they were like, we found you. Would you like to remain anonymous? I was like, no, bitch, we want to remain anonymous. Don't call me again. <laughs> <laughs> and so my mama picked up the phone and called him back. She said, no, we'll, we'll find everybody. So, Jonathan, Karen, Lori, Joey all loaded up in their Ford Contour and drove all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada. And they got jobs or whatever. What didn't work out, Jonathan ended up staying. Lori ended up Lori ended up staying for a little while. And then uh, oh, but ended up on Mrs. Persons a person for seven years. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember uh, when Johnson, before that happened, he was working at the taco shop in Corsicana. And that, he, this up. he doesn't stop bringing this up. <laughs> that fool fed me for like a month. Like I'd go in that taco shop and I'd be like, uh, the first time I went in there, Johnson said he was like, hey, Shane, uh, if you ever want a free dinner, man, come on by, I'll hook you up. And I'm thinking, Okay, I'm broke as hell. He made the offer. I'm in college. I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go there tomorrow. I go in tomorrow. I go in the next day. I go in the next day. Finally, it got to the point where Johnson's like, all right, man, hey, uh, they're kind of complaining about you coming in here and getting a free meal every day. So just get the food. Like, he was trying to drop me a hint. He's like, I can't pay for your drink anymore. You're just going to have to get the food. I'm like, okay. So I keep going in there. and I'm just walking in. I'm nodding. And, like, as soon as they see me walk in, they know what I want. Like, they already have it fucking made. As soon as I walk in the damn door. And I just nod. I take my food. I was like, what's up, Jonathan? And he's like trying to work and shit. And I'm just sitting there eating the damn... I'll sit there and eat it in front of him for free, you know? Sit there in the restaurant. And then uh, one day, I, one day I go in there and the manager's like, Jonathan's not here. And I'm like, oh. So, no good. <laughs> he said, he's like, hey, man, don't you get tired of eating this shit every day? <laughs> <laughs> and then one day, one day, Matthew, just like you said, one day I go in there and Johnson's gone. He's headed to fucking Vegas. Never saw him again. Like literally, I've never seen the man since then. That's the last time I fucking saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, Jonathan's doing actually really well for himself. He's a uh, uh, 
food stamp and Medicaid processing manager for the state of Texas. Okay. For, uh, uh, Texas Workforce Commission. And he's actually, he's, he's a boss of a boss. Like, he, he runs a whole crew of people. But he's still the nerdy Jonathan. He still goes home, smokes weed, and plays his little video game, and that's it. Like, <laughs> He has no morals. Like the dude don't know nothing but his little cubicle and his phone and smoking weed. That's all he does. <laughs> that don't surprise me. <laughs> don't surprise me in the least. That was Jonathan. Yeah, I have to say, Matthew, that I haven't seen I mean, I've seen you and Nathan and I've seen Robert, but I, I haven't seen Lori or Karen or Jonathan since y'all all left. I, I see Lori on Facebook every once in a while, but that's it. They're all, they're all in hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when Jonathan got that uh, Sony PlayStation. That was it, man. He was fucking done gaming 24-7. <laughs> the game mode was on. Never looked you know, back. You know, what's really sad is, you know what's really sad is him and Alan Congleton were like yep. best, best of buds. right? They went off to college in Phoenix. Jonathan graduated uh, High Tech Institute. You know, the dude's a brilliant. He is brilliant, beyond brilliant. He's a smart dude. But if you if you tried to tell that dude to do something with his hands, he'll just look at you like you're stupid. But he can figure out how many pieces of lumber go on a truck in a blink of an eye. He can tell you how to put a computer together in like five minutes. But all he knows how to do is play video games, smoke weed, and play video games <laughs> yep. that sounds about right alan congleton lives right down the street from jonathan right now and they don't even talk <laughs> well alan wasn't the most social guy either fucking alan he he didn't ever say much to anybody either i remember one time i was over there it was me robert i think jonathan was there too and alan we were jumping on alan's trampoline and i fucking jumped up in the air and drop kicked alan and i launched his ass off the trampoline <laughs> into the fence and like his mom you know donna comes out there and she's like what's going on out here and alan's just laying in the dirt and i was like fuck <laughs> so i want to play that star fox that he had on the super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, i guess that shit ain't happening i jumped off the trailer park and ran home it's like fuck playtime's over that's <laughs> <laughs> you were you there whenever uh james cheshire and zach Gimman used to come over to the house they come over and jump on the trampoline. You remember Zach Inman and James Cheshire, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? They popped some of those springs off on that trampoline and made it fucking unsafe for us to jump on. Oh, we lost. Oh, we lost. Oh, oh there he is. There he is. He's back. His connections isn't all that great. <laughs> Matt, did, uh, did Aaron tell you that Derek DeVetta's in, in prison? Again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got out me. When His mom left him like a half a million dollars from Walmart. She had a uh, a million dollar life before she died. And Derek, like, I mean, any other kid, like he's seen a whole bunch of money. And all he knew was dime and nickel bags selling weed and tattoos <laughs> and taking limbs off people's cars. And I mean... He just grew up the wrong life. I thought he moved to Michigan and got with that family that he was in foster home with. He visited them for a while, but he didn't stay there. Man, may the good Lord be with him because I know he lost his dad not too long ago. Yeah, Yeah, his dad died from cancer. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, Derek. Uh, uh, Derek was stealing weed, and he had a fucking gun in his car. It was his dad's rifle. Uh, He's already been to prison. Once you go to prison, you can't have a gun no more. And uh, up, uh, and so yeah, they they got him for unlawful uh, possession of a firearm or something like that, uh, and then possession yep. of controlled substance because he had a lot of weed on him. Yep. That's he awful. um. That's a wrap. He got that money. I mean, so he he did a couple of things that were good for his immediate situation when he got that money. He bought his dad a truck, and he did some stuff for the house. That I think the house was behind on the taxes, so he he spent quite a bit of it. But the he he didn't find work. He didn't find a job. He just blew like you said, uh, Matthew. He just loved the wrong lifestyle. He he went through all that inheritance money. It didn't even take him two years. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, man. This is a real shame. And, you know, I, I knew there was going to be something up with Derek because when he was younger, he told me about his um, violent tendencies and uh, some of the, I don't want to say fantasies, but the lack of terms, and I can't find anything better, fantasies. He told me about some of the violent things he thought about, and I was like, man, this kid's got to get help. But he didn't want it. He didn't want to go talk to anybody. He didn't want to talk to a counselor or a therapist or none of that. He just wanted to be himself. And Y'all remember that movie? Up. Y'all remember that movie, The Green Mile? Yeah. yeah, John Coffee. We were over there watching that one day, and Derek's sitting there, and we're all like sitting there, you know, chilling, watching the movie. And it's that scene when that crazy bastard shows up, and he takes that fucking rat, and he just steps on it. Yeah. And like, I looked over there at Derek's face, and he just said, "This." And I was like, "Oh, let's do something else. We don't need to watch this." Because <laughs> like, he's about to start crying, but uh, we ended up just watching it. So, oh well, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, jumping on a trampoline and trying to evade death at the fucking clubhouse. We would jump off the roof of that clubhouse onto the trampoline, even though it didn't have all of its springs on it. So every time you jumped off that fucking clubhouse <laughs> on the trampoline, you're risking breaking a bone because you're going to hit the fucking ground. <laughs> oh, Matt, you remember your mom used to take us to school in that damn truck? Oh, my God. <laughs> How could I ever forget? We'd be fucking rolling all over the damn back of it and shit. Bouncing up and down, hurting your back because you're getting rattled. <laughs> I think I think she got rear-ended one time with y'all in the cab and somebody got their head. <laughs> damn. That would have been that would have been Nathan. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking Nathan. There's like five different stories for how he got the scars on the back of his head. What actually happened? <laughs> all of them. The, all the stories. They're all true. <laughs> Thing. God dang, man. Poor guy. Yeah, it was a dangerous upbringing. Dangerous. <laughs> Old Reed family. <laughs> yeah, I remember, Matt, you talking about Jonathan not, not working. I remember uh, one summer he borrowed our lawnmower and I was sitting there watching him. I was getting so pissed. I was like, I'm just going to fucking cut their grass. <laughs> so I, I got to doing it and then Matthew came out there and he didn't like me cutting their grass. And Matt was like, let me do it, man. I was like, fine. Matthew got <laughs> the whole damn grad. Jonathan's in the house. Like Matthew said, either playing a video game or reading a book. Reading that Harry Potter. <laughs> love What's Matthew Harry do? Potter. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan tried to teach me how to play fucking magic, and he cheated. He's fucking, that, the fucking card game. Y'all remember that? <laughs> Darren <laughs> did the same damn thing. Come, Darren did the same the damn thing to me. <laughs> He come over to the house and we set it all up. We had the whole Saturday. It was like we're gonna chill. AC's on. We got soda, Mountain Dew, Doritos. We're gonna fucking chill to the max. Play this card game. And he's showing me. And he's like, "Okay, uh, 
I'm going to tap my tree, and it's going to give me this power, and then uh, I can go on the attack, and then you can't defend against it. And I was like, son of a bitch. So <laughs> as, the cards, as the cards played, I was able to tap my tree. He says, okay, I'm tapping my tree, and I'm going to cast a spell on you. And he's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, why not? He's like, because you can only tap in these circumstances. I'm like, motherfucker, you didn't say that shit before when you were doing it. So where the fuck did this come from? I ended up having to terminate the game. I was like, oh, I'm not fucking playing this shit. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I did that to Darren Fagan. So Darren was playing with me, and he split the cards up and said, okay, um, you can pick any of these cards. I was like, well, I know you like this card, so I'm going to let you keep that one, and I'll just take these other cards. He's like, oh, great, fine. All right, so you'll go first. And I knew from the cards that he laid out that I was going to lose. This was a no-win scenario. But even though Darren had the upper hand, he still tried to fucking pull a card out of the deck that wasn't on the top. He was sitting there looking at me, pulling his card from the middle of the deck that was the card that he wanted. And I saw his details. I was like, hey, I see what you're doing. you got to put that at the bottom of the deck. And so after he starts whooping my ass, I just said, you know what, fine, I give up. <laughs> anyway, even though you're going to win. <laughs> God dang, man. He, was, he looked yeah, like he was in some Yeah. So, uh, Matt Reed was your special guest, Iron. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Matt, Matt. <laughs> I, keep, I keep telling him that you're going to bring all this shit up. And for the record, we don't talk about shit every day, every time he gets on the phone. Sometimes we just talk about where he's going, like where, is he, where he's been. That's all I want to know. But now he knows about you and Tina Welch, so. <laughs> God damn it, man. God damn. I wonder who else knows about that shit. Hey Shane, did did, did that guy, the, the the expiring actor, got hold of you? Oh yeah, somebody left a voicemail on my anchor. I gotta I gotta hit him back. Did Get you uh, email me? Did you email, email me the script. Oh, I'll, I'll get it to you, John. I'll send it no, to you. My sister I, I have to send it from I have to send it from my work computer because I made some changes to it. That's fine, but uh, she says she's down for it. All she needs to know is um. When, where, well, who, who you might want her to play and shit like that. How old is she? Uh, about our age. In her thirties, mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got a couple ideas. She, I don't think she can be one of the main characters, John. It won't make any sense. She can be a character. I don't think she can be a main character. Uh -oh. <laughs> is she a Craigslist? So another guy came. Uh, well, I'm, I forgot. You, you said that guy got hold of you, right? On yeah. Air? Yeah. Okay, another guy today messaged me. He's like, okay, this is the one I told you uh, we we're looking for people. This guy says, how about a genius who could trash the big politicians? And then he posts, how about a genius who could trash the mega preachers? Like, he's posting all these things. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what is this? I was like, I don't know if he's trolling, but I'm looking at his messages. I was like, all right, uh, I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> Then he puts, they ain't going to take me out in the Bible. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I think I got my first lunatic. That, 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 little, that, that little box in the corner, Daniel, next to her name, says yeah. block. <laughs> push that little button right there. I think I'm doing it right now. Oh, Aaron, when we were on the camping trip a couple weekends ago, fucking uh, Nico's mom called. And she was oh, like, man. you know, giving Nico like advice and like things not to do. And she said, uh, don't hang around Aaron. And he, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, she said that. She said it. On speakerphone, we all heard it. Yeah. Don't like, hang around you Aaron. Stay, you stay around the other guys, but don't hang around Aaron. Don't listen to what Aaron says. And then uh, 
And then John's like, uh, Nico, just uh, just press that red button on your phone. And Nico's like, what? And John's like, come on, just 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 push that little button. Just push that. So Nico like puts his hand over. And John's like, yeah, just just push it. And Ruth's like, what's going on? What's happening? And Nico just fucking turned the phone off. <laughs> what? Well, how come Ruth doesn't like me? It's because I'm always a smart ass to her. God. Yeah. No, the best part was when Shane was on the phone. As we were like, we were like, Nico, go push that red button real fast on Shane's phone. And, she, and, and Nico did it. <laughs> So now he did it once, he did it twice. <laughs> Listening to us. Push that button. Microwave oven. <laughs> I don't know, Eric. She thought she probably thought you were gonna put him on drugs or something. I don't know. On oh, drugs? Oh, Shoot him yeah. up and get him knocked oh, up. Get him, yeah. get him, get him I, make I'm the one that has addictive tendencies when yeah, you know what? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. But what what happened? You said Jamal's out of the picture now? Yep. When did He's that happen? We could go. No, just kidding. I don't know. She, <laughs> well, you want to know the whole story? I've said it on the podcast recently. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know that he ended up like not like the courts got involved and all that shit. Oh, there's Matthew. But I just what? I never didn't know. Huh? Sorry, guys. I, I walked into the Love's truck stop and I lost service. It's all good, brother. All good, well, man. It's good having you on, man. It's good talking to you. Oh, likewise, man. I enjoy oh, yeah. seeing. I'm glad to hear you're doing well, bro. Yeah, man, I'm doing I'm doing pretty damn good for myself. I get past this year of driving a semi in the winter weather, I'll be all right. Man, I'm um, actually uh, gonna apply for a mentorship, and I'll be training someone how to drive a semi. And for every mile that the truck turns, I get paid for it, whether I'm driving or not. But uh, I think uh, mentors, you get a brand new 2020 uh, Peterbilt with a uh, leather leather interior and i think your weekly uh paychecks are like in between 1300 and 1400 a week so you get all the extra perks you know i get free showers at the truck stops you get uh free refills and free um soda pop at all the truck stops um you're gonna be drinking them big cups just like your yeah. dad <laughs> yeah 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 and uh I really wish I was working on the railroad, man, because that's where my passion is. I, I kind of miss that. Um, I was I was making really good money. I mean, I was traveling so much. I've been to every state in this country except for Washington and Florida. Okay, better. Wow. I've been well, to every state in this country. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to end the call. Uh, we appreciate having you on, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. You guys have a good one. Have a good one, brother. Good night. If you come come on the show again, Matthew, Shane's going to bring up some more old shit. Just want you to know. Yeah, delighted. We look forward to it. Yeah. (laughs) Close this out, Shane. All right. Daniel, Dread Knight, John, JP's what? Aaron, Southeast Third. We're at Big Beefin' at B Beefin'. And uh, see you guys tomorrow. We're not going to take it to Hey Boy. Hey Boy is too gay. Hey Boy. Hey boy! Hey boy! Hey boy!